This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. Welcome back to another episode of a Spoonyville podcast. Um, I'm just going to jump right on into it. So this week, um, the journal question that I posted on my Instagram was, what feelings about having a chronic illness have you ignored or suppressed for the sake of being, and I'm air quoting here, okay, or being fine? So if you don't follow me, or if you haven't had a chance to answer that journal question, I want you to stop right here and kind of do a self, you know, self scan and just answer that question. And when you're ready, push play. For those of you who have answered, some of the common responses that I received were um, feelings of hopelessness, grief, defeat, brokenness, depression, frustration, anger. Those were like some of the uh, repeating responses that I saw. And I'm so thankful to the community for being open to share. I shared some of the responses and it was just a great time. I love when you guys do that. Um, But yes, those feelings, I personally believe, are common things we all can relate to on our journeys. I mean, me personally, shoot, I can relate to feeling all of those ways sometimes in the same day. So, um, yeah, it's just I just wanted to share that with you guys because I believe it's important when we share our feelings and when we have these discussions and share our opinions and views, we can help the next person because, They may not be um, in a place to share, but knowing that someone else feels the same way, you know, it's reaffirming, it's validating. And I think that goes a long way in our journeys. And you guys, it's kind of funny that um, some of the responses spoke to like defeat and brokenness because the journal prompt that I pulled, I mean, not journal prompt, the affirmation card that I pulled later on the week. So kind of like the format that I do on IG. On IG, every Monday, I post a journal prompt, you know, start off the week doing some reflection. And then Wednesday, middle of the week, I do pull an affirmation card from my Illuminate affirmation deck um, to give us a little boost and coast us through the rest of the week. So this week's affirmation was, I am perfect as I am. My illness is not a defect. I am perfect as I am. My illness is not a defect. And, um, you know, I shared that and it just goes to show you that, like, when I tell you how these cars don't miss, like, they just be hitting. Because how did they know that on Monday someone had talked about feeling broken and defeated and, you know, defective? Like, oh, my gosh. Like, yes, love these cards so much. And just to show I don't pre-pull them, I shuffled them. You, I recorded, I shuffled them, everything. And they just... I love when everything syncs up perfectly. But yes, I think it's very, very easy to feel defective and broken and defeated when you live with a chronic illness, right? So now let's get into the topic of the day and it kind of relates. So also earlier this week or maybe late last week, I can't really remember, I shared on Instagram that I was feeling a little defeated myself, you know, but what I was really feeling was out of control or a lack of control. And I believe I mentioned before on, you know, social media and on the blog about my struggles with just perfectionism and like my type A personalities. But this 
it just hits different. I feel like when you have a chronic illness, so control can be anything from having a place for everything and everything in its place to like micromanaging your routines and your schedules to the point that you absolutely cannot deviate from it or like your world will end or even just controlling how other people perceive you. So saying you're fine, even when you're in a freaking crisis because you don't want them to pity you or see you as weak or just, you know, uh, ill patient. And let me just say, if anyone feels attacked, I'm just talking about me here, you guys. I'm calling myself out. And if you want to join me as I read me and you for filth, please continue listening. Because those things describe me and my behaviors lately. And I'm just here to to share, hopefully hoping that somebody else can relate. You know, I realized that because I was feeling weak and unable to control my body, I've literally been trying to control everything around me. But what happens is when my days don't go as planned for one reason or another, most often the reason being my health, I spiral. I feel defeated. I feel frustrated. I feel overwhelmed. I feel hopeless, you know? So I did a little digging because I wanted to really kind of figure out where does this little control bug come from, you know? And control is actually a form of anxiety that a lot of people use to cope. So when you think about it, the chaos and inconsistency and unknownness, just all of the unknown of chronic illness life doesn't allow for stability that a lot of people crave. You know, chronic illness has the ability to make you feel so small and insignificant, like you don't have a say in your own life. So we, or or I, um, (laughs) I try to compensate for control in other ways, but this can also be to our own demise. You know, you never know how you're going to feel from moment to moment and making plans is difficult. And you feel like you're at the mercy of like your body and your doctors and the medications and the insurance company and your caregivers and the people around you. So having any sense of control helps controlling things that we feel like we should be able to control. I mean, we already feel like we should be able to control our bodies, but that ain't going well. So let's try to control everything else. And in turn, we try to, it just helps us cope by feeling more stable and powerful. Like we actually have a say in our lives. So if anything that I've said here rings true for you as well, again, just speaking to me and you guys, um, I wanted to, of course, leave some tips for kind of just managing like your inner chronic illness control freak. So the first thing that I thought about was like breathing techniques and like mindfulness. So I want us to when we're having like these, oh, I just need to do everything. Just take a second to breathe. You know, me personally, with my chronic illness, MG, I sometimes have difficult controlling my breath. So one of the techniques that I employ is a 4444 breathing technique where I inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, and hold for four and repeat until I feel calm and like centered. But pick a number convention that works for you. If you want to do like a five, four, five, four, or a three, 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 like figure out what works best for you. And that also, you know, allows you to do the exercise and just only thing you're going to focus on is controlling your breath. That's it. Crazy, right? Um, The second tip I have is radical acceptance. And I don't know if you guys are tired of me talking about acceptance and self-love. If you are, you should probably mute me, block me, report me. I don't know. But 
accepting that you have a chronic illness and that the very nature of a chronic illness is unpredictable is the first microscopic baby step to releasing your inner control freak. You know, it takes some of that pressure off and it's like, okay, I plan to clean the entire house today, but my body has said that that's not in the plans today. And that's okay. It'll get done. You know, I'm doing something equally as important, if not more important, by listening to my body. Just going to throw that out there, you guys. I mean, I'm just here to give tips. And um, the last tip I had, which is kind of like a, a overarching with sub bullets, is like journaling work. Um, you guys know I'm a big uh, supporter of journaling. Journaling has done wonders for me. And there are so many different ways to journal. You don't necessarily have to write a particular way. You can do bullet points. You can do creative journaling um, with like pictures and drawing. Like, There's so many different ways. But um, one thing you could do is like affirmations in your journal. So, you know, write down your different affirmations and refer to them and recite them throughout the day. And it could be something as simple as, there's no need to control everything. I'm thankful for the opportunities I've been given thus far. Period. You know, gentle reminders to ourselves. For me, it's something about putting it on paper that just changes things. But again, you guys have to do what you believe works for you. Um, another way you could use your journal is to write a freedom list. So like, think about what does freedom mean to you? And I use freedom because... If you think about it, freedom and control are kind of opposites. So when you release control, you can embrace freedom and flow. Like what does living a free life really mean? And I don't really know if freedom consists of having this finite schedule and being confined to this rigidity. I don't know if that's what it is. I mean, it's not for me, but it might be somebody might say, oh, I'm free to create a schedule. I mean, hey, if that's what you like. Um, You can even journal your fears. So I think I mentioned earlier at the top of the pod, control stems from anxiety, which is basically rooted in fear. So getting in touch with your fears and what you're truly afraid of and asking yourself is it worth like being bound um, and like this knot that you have yourself in? Like those are questions that you can kind of ask yourself and dig deep. And it may not come when you first sit down on your paper and you go to write it. You might have to reflect on it. It might come to you in the shower. It might come to you in so many different places. Um, but yes, that's some different ways that you can like use your journal to kind of refocus when you are just feeling out of control and you're in a control freak is trying to like pop out the box. So that's all I have for you all today. Um, I mentioned affirmation cards and there's also a journal. So if you need a set of affirmation cards or want a set of affirmation cards or the affirmation journal, you can order online at iswaswillbe.com forward slash shop under the mental wellness section. And so what's this? The middle of December not even the middle of early mid-December. So depending on when you order, you should receive them by Christmas. But if not, you'll definitely have them to start off the new year. And what is a better way to start off a new year with a commitment to your mental and emotional wellness? But I mean, that's on y'all. I'm going to still give y'all this good, good 
here. So if you just want to come listen to me, give y'all the stuff, that's fine too. But again, I'm gonna still talk about it. So until next week, you all stay in.